Welcome to the Salt Twin Cities podcast, a podcast that is seeking to equip college students to grow in their walk with Jesus 10 minutes at a time. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Salt Twin Cities podcast. Drake, how we doing? I'm doing great, Call. Good to be here again. It is great to Always. be here. Yes. Guys, I'm excited for this episode uh, because we are talking about um, how to make godly decisions and godly decision making. And one of the reasons I'm excited for this episode is this is something that Drake and I kind of offline have been talking about for quite a while. And yeah. it's just taken a little bit of time to form our thoughts, um, to kind of decide what direction we want to go. And um, we also had other things we wanted, we wanted to, to talk about, but I'm excited for this week because this yeah. is a podcast episode that's been a while in the works. So um, Drake, why, why are we even talking about godly decision-making? Give a little more clarity to what we mean by that yeah. and kind of some of the things we've, we've talked a little bit about offline. Yeah, I think um, when we look at our life, there's so many decisions that come up that could be small decisions, that could be big life decisions, that could be, I mean, relationship, career, where I'm, what I'm doing next year type of decisions, that I think this is an area that our individualistic culture is impacting us and we aren't even realizing it. How like, cool that this comes right after the episode on community. Come I on mean, now. That's good. It's just wow. awesome. Love that. So here, here's what I'm basically saying. Yeah, we, we kind of have this individualistic culture that's like, okay, it's my choice. This is my life. I'm making my decision. But as we saw last week, uh, we have been invited into a community and we have the word of God to help us in this walk with Christ. We believe God's voice is revealed in his word. We believe that we are brought into a family where you can be known and loved. And both of those things are meant to be an avenue for us to make godly decisions. And so I want this to be something that you begin thinking through and kind of in critical thinking through different decisions, be like, hey, who am I inviting in to this decision? Because so the reason why this is a question that's coming up is because I've seen a couple examples uh, of students coming to me or coming to another staff member with just a, a statement that kind of colors in this idea that, hey, this is my decision I'm just letting you know. So one of those is like, man, I feel like this is the right thing I need to do. Or I feel like God is telling me to do this, which is kind of hard. How do you respond to that? I was like, well, okay. I, I feel like I can't say anything back to you. But they're saying like, I feel like God is telling me to do this. Um, or I, I've had students come up to me and just be like, Drake, like this is what I'm going to do. And the point of that hangout is more so to tell what they're going to do rather than to invite in uh, some wisdom, accountability, another opinion. And I think that has been striking to me to realize, wow, that's like coming off in an understanding of not uh, not having a dependence on community in some of these bigger and smaller decisions in life. And so I think throughout my time in college, I was just shaped to be like, man, I want to invite community into as many questions as I can as possible because I see it as a need in my heart. Like I recognize the brokenness in my own heart that there's actually, yeah, there's the spirit of God that's speaking to me, but there's also, man, these wrong motives, there's selfish desires. There's this tendency within my heart to flee towards the easiest and most comfortable thing in life, not towards wisdom or faith or courage, things like that. And so as I process these things, I'm like, 
man, my broken heart needs other people to surround me. I actually need that help. And so um, one way that I think I saw this playing out, and I think other people might see this playing out in their own life as they're seeking to make decisions, is there the slightest bit of hesitancy in your heart to share this with other people, specifically people who have been helping you in your walk with Christ, people who are godly, who God has placed around you. Is there a hesitancy to talk about that relationship, to talk about this um, job that you want to take, to talk about this way to spend your summer? Like, is there a hesitancy within your heart to share that with the other person? And I think you have to ask yourself the question, like, why is that hesitancy there? And it's because, you're trying to put up barriers to protect what you want most. And if someone's going to challenge that, or if someone's going to try to speak wisdom in another choice that you should make, that's something you don't want. And so I think we have to realize that there is that tendency. And because of that, ask the question, who am I inviting into my life to help me with this decision, to point me to truth? What text am I going to, to kind of formulate the reason why I want to do these things? That's yeah, that's super helpful. And I feel like that that question has been really helpful in my life as I've processed just hard things. And we're going to color in that question actually a little more as we keep going in this episode. Uh, but I think like to start, who are you inviting into the decisions in your life is just a great way to think through how to make godly decisions. Like mm-hmm. just really simple, really great way. Um, so in order to, again, color that question in, I have three more questions um, that we're going to continue to talk about in, in order to help you guys think about how you make godly decisions, how you make godly decisions going forward. Uh, the three questions are, what does my purpose say? What does my community say? And what does authority say? And so we're just going to take those questions one by one, and I'm going to explain them a little deeper. So first one, what does my purpose say? Now, before I really dive into what I mean by that, Here's the assumption I'm making with godly decisions is that the Bible is not clear, like black and white clear as to what decision, what the answer to my decision should be. And so, um, like if you feel an example, I feel like the spirit is telling me I don't need to share the gospel. Um, that's just not right because the Mm -hmm. Bible would say, like something very different. So what 1 John 4 says is, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, for many false prophets have gone out into the world. So this was written almost 2,000 years ago. There are still false prophets in the world. But this, this is verse 2, but this you know, the by this, excuse me, by this you know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. So here's what I think John is saying is that if you are receiving something from the spirit of God and you're like, man, is this from God or from my own thoughts, from Satan, um, from an authority that is not following God, is does this, what this spirit is telling me, align with truth, align with the Bible, align with the good news of Jesus? And so if you're trying to make a decision and both options in the decision are unbiblical options, well, you should just step away from that decision. Or if the decision is between obedience to the Bible and not obedience to the Bible, well, that's also very clear. So kind of the assumption we're making is we're living in the gray right now. Like the decision is in the gray, kind of 
options are maybe both good options or maybe both options are not, yeah, not wrong um, as we make yeah. decisions. And I think another hesitancy to like focus in on is when you're reading the Bible, like, do you find yourself maybe skimming past things or like not wanting to dig into some passages that are maybe convicting or challenging, things like that? And I think this whole conversation is seeking for us to grow in this posture of humility to realize, man, we don't have it all together. We don't have all the right answers. There's brokenness in my heart. Let me just surrender and submit to here. We're talking about the word of God and what it's challenging us and encouraging us to do in this fight for joy. Absolutely. Um, so as we kind of go back to that original question that we asked, which or the, the one of three questions that we asked, which was, what does my purpose say? I think one of the ways we can think through our purpose, which we'll talk a little bit more about this in another episode, but is do you view your decisions and your purpose as God will bless my life or God is my life? Like my life is hidden with Christ in God. And I think they those seem similar, but that affects the way we make decisions. Like is this decision about God or my authority blessing this decision that I want to make, something that Drake kind of touched on, or is this decision about like, man, my life is hidden with Christ. I, I was bought with a price. I am not my own. And so I'm going to fight to make the decision that most glorifies and honors God, even if it comes at great cost to myself, because it's not about God blessing my life. It's about my life is hidden with Christ. Like my God is my life. Like he is the mm, end. It is about good. his glory. And so I'm willing to make any hard decision, which again, this is easier said than done, but I'm yeah. willing to make any hard decision because I know that my life is about the glory of God. And when I choose to glorify God in my life, even at expense of a costly decision, joy is going to follow because those are the promises of God in scripture. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I, I think that's a good reminder. Like these are going to be hard decisions to make because that's not what our flesh wants, but it's actually God sanctifying us and chiseling away like the brokenness in our hearts so that we would greater hold on to the goodness of what he's calling us to and remembering that man all of scripture is a call to or towards this ultimate end of jesus coming that we might have life and have it abundantly and so as we pursue these as we're challenged by scripture in different ways remembering like that's what jesus wants for us and that's what he's helping us pursue after mm, exactly so kind of the question what is my purpose what does my purpose say what has god put you on the planet for how, how do you pursue uh, godly decisions that further your purpose in life, which is why God has put you on the planet to make disciples of all nations, to um, be sent to proclaim the good news of Jesus in wh whatever sphere God has given you. We'll talk about that more on another episode. But is this decision furthering the purpose in which God has put you on the planet for? Okay, second question. What is first question was what does my purpose say? Second question, what does my community say? And this is all dictated on how we view community. And so, like we said in the previous episode, we believe the Bible calls us to community. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. It also is dependent on how we approach community. Like, do I approach my community with I'm going to find the friends that will affirm the decision I want to make or am I going to these people are godly friends of mine that I know have a history of challenging me in helpful 
in helpful ways. Like yeah. they're going to push me towards the will of God, towards the scripture, towards like the hard thing to do. They're not just the people that, hey, friend that I know will agree with me. What do you think about this decision? Oh, great. You agree with me. Awesome. Let's like keep moving forward. Yeah. And, and I think too, for the friend that is in that person's life, like if you are a close friend to them and you've, yeah, walked in your walk with Christ together, like feeling the freedom to check in and to ask. Like a lot of times we can also do the flip side where it's like, okay, that's that person's life. I don't want to ask about it until they bring it up. But be that loving person that can bring in those questions and maybe challenge them in the moment. Because I think in this whole thing, we're trying to make wise and discerning um, decisions. And we're trying to just walk by the Spirit. And we're trying to honor Jesus with our life. We want to grow to know and love Him more. And I, I love what you just said there, Colin. Like if, if we're going to a bunch of godly people in our life and they are affirming and they're saying, man, that's a good and right and godly decision. I, I think that that is very fitting for you. Like how much freedom comes from walking forward being like, man, Jesus, I want to honor you with my life. And I think this is a decision to do that. Mm. That's yeah, that's so good. Um, okay. So that was the question. How does or what, excuse me, what does my community say? So question one, what does my purpose say? Question two, what does my community say? The third question, what does authority say? And we at the Salt Company believe that authority um, is a good gift of God's grace, actually, where maybe our culture would say all authority is wrong or authority is um, is a, a cultural construct. Guys, Christ has authority and Christ uses his authority to bless, honor, us and bring us into the life of joy and uses authority on earth to, to do the same, to bless, to hold accountable and to bring joy into the life of his people. And so this is what Hebrews 13, starting in verse seven says, remember your leaders, those who spoke to you, the word of God, consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. And so I want to, I want to keep this, um, concise, but guys, authority is a good gift of God's grace. And authority doesn't have to be people with, um, like the title of pastor, which it might be, maybe it is Drake, maybe it is Jordan or Drew, but maybe it's, maybe it's your D group leader. Like we yeah. at salt company believe our D group, we placed your D group leaders intentionally into your life as a, a person of authority because we trust them. We love them. And we've considered the outcome of their life because of their faith. Like we are like, man, if our students look more like our discipleship group leaders, when they graduate, like God's doing something really awesome and showing his grace to us in by, by you guys becoming more like your discipleship group leaders. Yeah. And I think that the, what I love about that is that there's an emphasis on the local leaders that God has placed in your life. They're realizing that God has placed you in a church family at a college ministry where there's authorities that he has placed to shepherd and care for your soul. Because in our generation, it's like, okay, I can go listen to so many different pastors and I'm actually going to lean in more to them than the ones that God has placed in my life. And so I think that's just a helpful call. Um, And that's something that I've needed. Like, am I being shaped and molded more by my local pastor or by someone that I'm just looking up online? Um, And that allows us to enter into the family that God has placed before us even more. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, which is, guys, it's such a gift of God's grace to give us people that want to walk with us. And so I think as we wrap up this episode, what I want to say is 
just find a few people in your life and listen to them and be challenged by them and share your life with them. Because I think what I um, have seen sometimes is there are people that try to have so many uh, friends or people of authority in different places in their life that they're like, I'm going to share this part of my life with this authority, this part of my life with this authority, this part of my life with this authority. And then when I have these gray decisions, I'm going to ask all three of those people and whichever one affirms the decision I want to make, I'm going to say, well, my coach said this versus my D group leader versus my um, pastor of my church from home. And we like try to like color, like, pick and choose so we keep a lot of friends, a lot of authority yeah. figures in our lives. Keep life. asking people until it aligns. Yeah. Totally. And so I think my encouragement to you is like, hey, if you guys are like, Salt Company is home for you guys, would you guys just trust us and know that like Drake and myself also, we're, we're under authority too. Like Drake is an authority figure in my life. And so when I have these hard decisions, I'm like, man, I, if if I can become more the husband that Drake is, if I can become more the father that Drake is, if I can become more a man of God that Drake is, like I want that for myself. And so when I have decisions, I'm going to say, Hey Drake, can you, can you help me like figure this out? And even sometimes he gives me the challenging like question of like, you gotta, you gotta go do this hard thing. You gotta uh, have this hard conversation. And I'm just like, okay, I'm in. And, and it doesn't always feel good, but I trust the outcome of his life. And so I'm going to listen to him. And Drake has this, those people in his life too. 100%. Like I need those people in my life as well. And one of the encouragements that I want to give to Salt Company students here at the University of Minnesota or other Twin City schools is take advantage of the local church that we are a part of in Salt City Church. There are so many people that are a step, two, three, even more ahead of you in their walk with Christ, like lean into those people, like ask those people to meet up, ask those people if you can make dinner for them and come over and like just learn from their own walk with Jesus. Because here at Salt Company, we we treasure the church and we we want to begin building this foundation of learning from those who are further along in their walk with Jesus. Ultimately, Salt Company, we are for your joy. So even if we challenge you with hard decisions, the hard next thing to do, we're for your joy. We are for the glory of God. We are for your flourishing. And so when we ask you to trust us, know that that is our heart. Salt Company, we love you guys a lot and we'll we'll see you guys next week.